Hey, when does the show start? Hey, wait a minute. <gasps> First, let's hear from our sponsors. Oh, okay. In just a minute. of all lifetime mental illness begins at the age of 14, 75% by the age of 24. You got something going on. You need to reach out to somebody, maybe a neutral third party, markwelltherapy.com. Dr. David Markwell and his therapists uh, do an amazing job there at Ridgeline Counseling. Markwelltherapy.com. They can do it virtually. You can stop by one of their three Georgia locations, East Cobb, Marietta near the square, or McKaysville, right outside of Blue Ridge. Again, markwelltherapy.com. True story. Uh, One of our most popular guests uh, is Matt Dugmany Aurora, the Aurora Law Firm. Uh, That's no joke. You guys love him. I love him. If you have any questions for him when he pops in on the show, you go to podcastthebs.com. There's a whole section set up. You can ask us on social media, or you can leave a message on our hotline, 404-369-3825, possibly get a one-on-one. Specializing in criminal law, located in Atlanta, but practices nationwide, theauroralawfirm.com, theauroralawfirm.com. And now a Mexico moment with Nate and Alexis. Happy Friday, fuckers. It is another Mexico moment with Nate and Alexis. I am Nate, and this is my wife, Alexis. Hey, guys. How's it going? And this is episode number nine. Nice. Nine. Yeah. yeah. Do you like the, how'd you like the new intro? I love it. It's so nice. Thanks for including me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you listen to the, the other podcast, uh, this was just it started off as a segment on the podcast. And so we had an intro for that. And uh, we just never got around to updating it. Yeah, I, I never even thought of it. So thank you for thinking of it. And it's it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I got you in there. I got you in there. <laughs> well, um, yeah, this weekend, it's been nice. I, I, we know we've talked before how... We don't. We haven't had as many people coming in and visiting the last yeah. few weeks. We so. Nice little break. Yeah, it's a little break. Hang out with our friends here. Yeah. Um. Although we do miss our friends at home, so it's nice to see them. We do. Yeah. But so this weekend we kind of relaxed. Uh, took Tiger to the beach. Yeah, do we good. take two, two days? Do we do Friday and Saturday? Friday and Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of beach days. Fr- last Friday was uh, Cinco de Mayo. Yes. CC. And we didn't do much. No. Obviously, because as we said, they don't really yeah. do. Cinco de Mayo here in Mexico, or at least in this part of Mexico. Yeah. So we went to the, we took Tiger to the beach. Really nice weather. Beach looked good. Tiger loves the beach. It tires him out. So that was mm-hmm. nice. <laughs> and, uh, and I believe we took him on Saturday as well. Yeah. Yeah. So good yeah. Sense. He had a good time. Mm-hmm. Saw you in a little top list there. Oh, hush your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> my mother's listening. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, there's parts of our beach over here that. I see it all the time, and I'm like, why am I sitting around with tan lines? Why don't I get a little sun on my little boobies, you know, here yeah, and there? <laughs> good for you. I'm proud of you. When you when we first came down, um, oh yeah, I can't remember. I mean, it was hot, so I just remember being like, you don't have to like dress up. I was like, let let, let your boobies free. Yeah, you, know? you don't have to put on a bra if you don't want to. It's sweaty. I, I was definitely still like super American, wearing the bra, everything. Now you can do, you can do whatever you want here. No one wears a bra. Yeah, I wear a bra pretty much, you know, most of the time. But it's usually just like a yoga bra or whatever. You don't have to go and wear the things that you wear at home because no one cares about nipples here. It's definitely free the nipple. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I think the first time you went topless was when we were in Greece, right? Yeah, that was my first time. Um, and then. I'm pretty comfortable wearing a thong here now, too. 
Yeah. So was, you see it everywhere. It's People aren't like gawking you like, oh my God, she's a thong on her. Oh, she doesn't have her top on. It's like, hey, it's Saturday. Mind your own business. We're all yeah. out here chilling. That was one of the really refreshing things here we've noticed is like the body shaming thing. Really, yeah. I mean, I'm sure it happens, but it's not like a societal thing where everybody's hating on some, you know, the, the overweight people or, you know, yeah. whatever. Um, it's just... There are the really good looking beach bums that are, you know, live in the gym and they have, you know, rock hard bodies and stuff. Of course. But there's that's everywhere. There's every other kind of shape of person. Exactly. And nobody gives a fuck. Nobody. It's too hot to give a fuck. here. Yeah. But like at the <laughs> beach or whatever, you can, you know, have your belly hanging out. You can have your big old saggy boobies, whatever. Yeah. Like nobody cares. So it's, it's very nice if you do come to visit Mexico. And I know you, you want to get in that beach body mode, yeah. Um, but you don't have to if you don't want to. Yeah, yeah. You don't, don't feel self-conscious because even if you do on the beach, you can look around and nobody is paying attention. Everybody looks better with a tan. I love a good tan. No matter what shape I'm in, go go get some sun. I don't yeah. care what you look like. <laughs> but yeah, it's very accepting. It's very nice. So yeah, you know, got a little tan here and there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's been nice. So yeah, but Cinco de Mayo, we, we ended up, um, if you saw our Instagram reel, or I think we posted on everything else too, the the white people taco night. Yes, I just that's thought what we did. I saw that that song a while ago, and Perfect. and we kind of had this craving for you know we could have just gone out and got some tacos, like oh we'll just kind of celebrate at home. And I mean it's not like we're really celebrating anything. Yeah. it's just kind of like an excuse, like in the U.S., it's an excuse to drink and eat tacos. Yep. So we're like, well, let's get some tacos. And we just had this craving. You know how you have that like home comfort food yeah. that you crave, like when you you went away to college and then you come home and I want a specific thing or like right. specific, specific style of thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, every now and then we crave uh, what we call white people tacos, <laughs> crunchy tacos. And, that, and yeah, we did not have the what is it? Old El Paso taco shells. Yeah, whatever those that, yellow, yeah, yellow, box. yellow box. Yeah, yeah. we, we did, love crunchy tacos. We didn't have that. So, uh, hard shell tacos really aren't a thing here. We And no, we don't have Taco Bell here. I know that is a silly question, but people ask us. There's yeah. no Taco Bell here. No Taco Bell. They do not have hard shell tacos. No. They are, if anything, they'll have, it's basically the same thing, but it's uh, tostada. Yeah. So you can get like tostada. It's flat. Yeah, it's just like a big ass corn chip, basically. Yeah, it's that is the one. That is the one thing I feel like Americans have improved on on the Mexican cuisine is the the hard shell taco. The hard shell taco. Because, but that's I, not authentic. We kind of like made that. We made that up. Yeah, I know. But I just saying. I think. I think it is an improvement. Yeah, because, I love a crunchy taco. Because yeah, me too. I mean, mm. and still, it falls apart a little bit. But that's why I don't like the tostada as much because it's it's like a little flat disc and you take a bite out of it and it has a bunch of, you know, maybe it has ceviche or whatever else is on top of it. You take a bite out of it, the whole thing crumbles and then just falls in your hand and you're just yeah. eating pieces out of your hand. I don't know if we need to be taught how to eat a tostada, maybe. but uh, I, I can't figure it out. Yeah, I don't My want, stuff goes everywhere. I don't want some hand nachos. Yeah, it's like a salad afterwards <laughs> yeah. or something or like a, just a yeah. scoop. So um, the white people taco night or white people tacos to me or to us is just you take the ground beef, yeah. You, you mix in that taco seasoning packet, taco whether packet. whether it is a uh, name brand or even just the great value or uh, low sodium. Yeah. Always get the low sodium or the Publix brand or whatever. So you, <laughs> when we come back to the states, we usually grab a couple packets just for emergencies. Smuggling, pack. yeah. And honestly, another reason why we don't normally eat these is ground meat isn't super prevalent, at least in our. Like grocery stores, like the grocery stores that we usually frequent, it, yeah, it'll be you don't there. See but, it a lot. So it's usually more uh, ground pork. 
Yeah. You know, there's... We really don't see ground chicken or turkey. Ground chicken we've seen a couple times. Ground turkey I've never seen. Um, And then ground res, or I mean, um, what is it in English? Ground, yeah. Beef. Ground beef. (laughs) Um, So uh, that's usually what you make tacos out of, but we, we haven't been able to find it. But for Cinco de Mayo, we found some ground beef. Yay. And so we're like, let's make fucking white people tacos. Mm-hmm. So we made our own hard shells. Yep. We, what I, what well, I do <laughs> yeah, is I'll take a soft shell taco and I'll put it over like the the little slats in the, the oven. Yeah. And so it's hanging over them. So the two. We have like a little conventional oven. Yeah. We just have a, yeah, a little kind of conventional toaster oven type of thing yeah. and just put it in there for a couple <laughs> minutes and it, it eventually like the sides fold down and uh, and then it gets hard so yeah. pretty close pretty uh, close. so you do that but you, as sometimes they get a little fluffy but yeah they, well that's good. just those flower ones oh gotcha but um yeah what else do we put on them just Typical sour cream, shredded cheese, salsa, you know, all the things that they don't really use in Mexico. All the sauces. (laughs) Or at least in our part. I know. Now I like some, uh, I like rice on my tacos and I like uh, corn. You know, we usually see that here. I like to put those on my tacos. Rice, not really here. And everything is kind of regional. Um, You know, like I I think up by the border, they use rice in their tacos and burritos and things like that. Yeah. Um, They don't really do cheese. Or sour cream. They yeah, do crema. Yeah, they like shredded cheese on everything. There's yeah. not a lot of that. If anything, there's like a little like dusting of like Oaxaca cheese or something. Yeah. Um, Still good. Or even like the, what's the what's the cheese that's in Mexican street corn? Um, um, I never, I can for Cojita? Oh, yeah. It's like uh, C-O-J-I-T-A. I think it's Cojita. Cojita? Yeah. yeah. Um, but cheese. yeah, it's kind of like that. Like they'll put a little bit of that on there. Mexico it, has some really good cheeses oh, yeah. from all over and it's amazing. There's a lot of cheeses. I just didn't even know what they were. Yeah. Like we eat this Manchango cheese. Oh, I, don't, I don't even think I've ever even heard of it before that. I love Oaxaca cheese. Yeah, me too. And then um, Chihuahua. Uh, that's some, a good cheese, but These yeah, they're the, all cheese. Dips. I'm not, I'm not a cheese person, <laughs> or I'm not like a cheese connoisseur, so yeah. I don't really know. Like, obviously, Same. like our friend Marlos, she's um, from Europe, so they're all into you know, there's the French cheeses the cheese, and the Belgian yeah, cheeses. And, very knowledgeable. Yeah, so, um, but uh, but I enjoy them. But they were they were good tacos. That's basically all we did for Cinco de Mayo, and then we went to two different birthday parties. Yes. Yeah. Three birthday oh, parties three. that week, but yeah. Yeah, three, (laughs) where one of them, our friend accidentally threw her phone away. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah, so what happened there? Um, Yeah, so lovely birthday party. We all went to dinner, go to our friend, uh, friend Stephanie's house after that for like some cake and, you know, drinks and everything. And then um, next morning we get some texts saying, you know, oh, great night. Thanks for hosting, Stephanie. Wonderful cakes. Everybody's, you know, happy birthday, Kristen, this and that. And then Stephanie's, no, nothing. We don't hear anything from her. And it's been a while. And we're like, hey, are you okay? Are you hungover? What's going on? No phone. <laughs> she messages us on her laptop on WhatsApp. She can't find her phone. She's looking at, you know, like the find my phone thing. I think she said she had an Android. So she's looking on there and she sees, oh, it's, you know, out outside, out front pretty much by her like trash area. Oh my God, must have dropped it when I took out the trash. She goes out there, it's not there. She thinks it's in like the trash. Yeah, like it fell off the counter during the party or something like that or in the morning when she's cleaning maybe. Yeah, or maybe she took it, She to me, I thought she said she took it out like with the trash. She took the trash out last night. So maybe when she threw it, she threw her phone. She forgot she had it in her hand or didn't realize it slipped. So either... 
someone got it or it went with the trash the next morning. Well, you were saying that she said it was on like um, 8th Street at one point. True, like she could yeah. see it moving. It was moving. So yeah. I and think not what, till that morning. Yeah. I think what happened is I think maybe it fell into the trash at some point, maybe when she was cleaning or something. Yeah. And I think she's saying she took it out with the trash like it was in the trash Ooh. and took it out. And because <laughs> she was having her boyfriend call it to yep. um, just so she could find it. Yeah. And I think the trash guys or somebody heard it in the trash bag and probably heard it ringing and then just tore it open. Yeah. I don't uh, know. But that oh, that's the worst. And now it's in Ohio, I think. right? Yeah. She was like the uh, the phone, not even like the because we're like, mm-hmm. you can have a VPN or a whatever. Um, but. It was sh- actually showing AT&T could see it showing in Ohio. So I don't know how it got there in like a day. Well, I'm sure a, a good citizen, <laughs> a good Samaritan just grabbed it up and was going to get it back to her. Yeah, maybe a U.S. citizen. <laughs> yeah, I doubt that. <laughs> no. Oh, man, that's too bad. Hopefully she gets a new phone soon. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah, but then the other birthday parties, I wasn't able to make the first one uh, because I was working on a project, but. Uh, you went. It was a rooftop pool party. Yeah, rooftop Looked pool Looked really party. fun. Really oh. fun. Good view. I could see our house from there. <laughs> yeah, super close. And then our second party we went to was our uh, friend Jorge. Actually, Mary Lou, um, it's her boyfriend. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's her boyfriend. So they had a barbecue went over. And I love the these like Mexican barbecues because yeah. they just get every like every type of meat. Yeah. Um, oh, what was that one called that we got? It's like it's always a fun messy time we're in the pool we're all sweating we're drinking they're grilling you know all types of meat everybody's making like sides guacamole and potatoes and corn and different things i think it was uh michiote yeah um and Mm. that is a traditional pit barbecued meat dish served in the basin of mexico when where the meat is cooked inside of a wrapper traditionally it's in the outer skin of an agave leaf Uh, but it was really good we had some of that some carne asada we had some salchicha some sausages i had like a bite of everything it was amazing yeah so good (laughs) so good um but while we were there i for some reason, I don't know why I decided to bring this, and I can't remember who gave it. This was a listener of the radio station, and I apologize if you're listening. I can't remember uh, who gave me this, but it was um, a beer bong, which I have multiple. Like a travel beer bong. Yeah, but this is a beer <laughs> bong. Ah, I can't remember what the name of it was on there. It's a, it's for a bottle, though. Yeah. So it has like a mouthpiece of a beer bong, oh. and then the tube that comes out, and then it suctions onto the beer bottle. So you just turn the beer bottle upside down, and there's a little carb on it, um, kind of like a pipe. Yeah, on the bottom, and when you're ready to go, you le- you release the little carb, mm-hmm. and then the beer comes in, and then you- so you can chug a bottle in like two seconds if you wanted so to. So convenient. Yeah. So I brought it to this party because these are all drinkers, and they yeah, love, they you know, love beer. Yeah, especially with like the you know Mexican lagers and stuff. So if you chug a couple, it's not going to be a big deal. So yeah, I figured it'd really be a good thing to bring to the party. I'd, I'd never brought it there before. Yeah, and. I'm pretty sure I introduced beer bonging to Mexicans. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you did because <laughs> they went nuts. <laughs> yeah. I, they loved it. Yeah. it's uh, Most didn't know what it was no, when we talked about didn't it. Didn't understand. And then I kind of had to give some instructions on like how to do it. You turn it around. You did a couple demos. So I think you got a little buzz. <laughs> yeah. And then um, I think almost all of our friends tried it and did not go well. No. I mean. <laughs> I mean. 
it's hard the first time if you don't know how how it works. But you're like a professional. I don't do it. I it would go everywhere. I can't do it. I'm not a good chugger. But the average person, I feel like, is not a good chugger as well, especially with you know a device or like something. Yeah. But yeah, our friends, <laughs> the birthday boy, they all chugged it, and just the beer started squirting out the sides. Everyone and, was soaked. Oh my god, it was great. <laughs> I'm glad we ended up in the pool because yeah. everyone's just covered in beer. <laughs> oh, man. But, but the best part was everyone's like, okay, I'm going to try it again. And everyone did. Even one of the girls, I can't remember her name, she did it. She's doing a beer bong in a skirt, in a dress, sitting with her legs crossed like like a lady just chugging these beers. She did it a couple of times. I think the first yeah. time she got but it. They, they all tried it again because yeah, yeah. it's like the first time didn't really know how it worked and it's spraying everywhere. Yeah. But they wanted to try again and do it correctly. Um, and I think they all did. Yeah. But, sitting seemed better. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But, um, so, yeah, I, I believe we introduced <laughs> beer bonging to to this part of Mexico. They were like, where did you find this? I'm like, college. <laughs> this is where we get these, yeah. college. <laughs> the one thing the American uh, education system has taught us is how to bong some motherfucking beers. Yeah, they were like, college, okay. I'm like, this is what we do in college. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, but yeah, that was a lot of fun. That was great. Um, actually, this weekend, we tomorrow, we're going to this thing called the Sacred Mayan Journey. Yeah. And we, so... We've talked about Ishkaret before. That's the eco park that we have season passes to. Yeah. And they do a couple like special shows a year that we can get into for free. And one of them is uh, Dia de Muertos. It was uh, Day of the Dead. Yep, yep. And then this other one is a sacred sacred Mayan journey. And I hadn't really heard a lot about this. Yeah. You're like, what is and that? So I was, but I was like, it's coming up this weekend. We got to let's go to it. So yeah. I go online to, to reserve tickets, which took fucking forever with the uh, you know, getting hung up on and uh, on accident. But anyway, so they I, usually have really good customer service, but they yeah. weren't getting what we wanted to do. And so the sacred Mayan journey is when, so Cozumel is the Island right off the coast here. Yeah. And there are some Mayan ruins out there. There's Mayan ruins here on, on uh, the mainland side. Mm -hmm. So I guess this was a ceremony they did once a year where they, in their kind of carved out wood boats, those like canoe type things, yeah. which is a carved out a tree. Canoe. They had this ceremony where they will paddle canoe. Yeah. Canoe, canoe, paddle, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I guess canoe, yeah. canoe across the channel, I guess, to, to Cozumel, mm -hmm. this Which eco park pretty far. It's a 40 minute, 45 minute ferry ride. So I can't imagine oh, how long yeah. that takes. <laughs> it would take quite a while. I think. Yeah. Um, we were doing a little bit of research on it and it looks like it, this was a tradition that hasn't been done in for like 500 years. So like with the Mayan people and this eco park decided to start it up again, um, I think in 2006. So I, I think they're the only ones that do it, but oh. it's um, it's a should be a pretty cool thing. So I reserved the tickets and the park opens at like 830, I think, and closes at. um. Oh, actually, they have the night show, so it technically closes at nine. Yeah, like nine or ten. Yeah. Or so the guy says I'm, I'm doing the chat. So he's texting me or, yeah. you know, typing to Message me and he says, uh. It starts at 5 a.m., so be there, like, 20 minutes early. And I'm like, "Excuse me, wait, what? Like, I, I'm like, he had to have Pardon? messed it up. Because a lot of times they use military time here. Yeah. Um. So I was like, he probably just mixed up the a.m., p.m. Like, that, you know, that 5 o'clock, that's probably when they start doing it, 5 p.m. Yeah. Because uh, the other show's at, like, 7. So we're thinking, okay, it's probably, like, a afternoon, 
evening show or something. Right. And this happened to be one of the ones that I got hung up on. Whatever you call it. Disconnected, I guess, yeah, yeah. from when I was chatting from with him. chat. Yeah. So I have to open up a new chat and talk to a different <laughs> person to make sure my tickets went through. And they said again, they said, okay. And I was like, oh, okay, what what time yeah. does this all start? Mm-hmm. They said, oh, well, it's start. The guy should be getting in the water about 5, 530. So you probably want to be there like 415 uh, a.m. And I said, a.m.? They're like, oh, yeah, they start in the morning. I'm like, duh, dumbass. Like, this makes sense. It's going to take all fucking day to go. They're going to do this at night and like like paddling in the the dark. (laughs) Come on back. (laughs) So we got to get up at like 330 in the morning tomorrow. I'm so excited. (laughs) I know. But come on. Like, not everybody gets to do this. They only have so many tickets. And we got to for free. Why is it going to be so early? Dude. (laughs) You sleeping a little bit? Well, hey, I mean, at least you are not paddling. No, Could be true, worse. true, true, true. <laughs> so that should be pretty fun. I'm, I'm excited. Um, yeah, it'll be exciting. We watched a little video on their website, on the Ishkaret website. It looks awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it should be a good weekend. I don't think, do we have anything else? Oh, and then we're going over to Cozumel on Sunday uh, to do some. With the Sunday Funday Crew. Yeah, yeah, to do some relaxation and eat some tacos and Got stuff. Got some uh, Sunday Funday Crew yeah. friends in town and. See, see the other We ones. are not paddling. We no. are <laughs> we're taking the ferry. We will take the ferry. I'll pay my little ticket. Hold up. Wait a minute. Let's hear from our sponsors. Just about everything needs to be insured in your life, right? So find the best in the business. That'd be Sean Camp at Country Financial. House, boat, motorcycle, car, you name it, needs to be insured. How do you get a hold of Sean? Easy. Call him. He'll pick up 678-519-9028. Tell him Jason said, hello, 678-519-9028. Yeah, make sure you mention the BS because he takes care of the two percenters. Or you can email sean.camp at countryfinancial.com. S-H-A-U-N dot C-A-M-P at countryfinancial.com. The camp agency at Country Financial. It is your one-stop shop for all your insurable needs. You're the only person I'm going to say this to. Feel free to call my wife. 404-797-4600. That's if you're looking to buy or sell a house because she's a realtor and that's why I'm here to tell you how great she is and how awesome she's going to be for you. She's a realtor with Coldwell Banker, Rachel Guy. She's your guy, and she's my wife, and she's awesome. 404-797-4600. You can also get a hold of her. I am rachelguy at gmail.com. Rodents get cold, too. They might want to get warm in your attic or crawl space. Uh-uh, not on Inspect All Pest Services Watch. Inspectallservices.com. That's the website you need to go to and book an appointment. Mention the BS. Receive 10% off your exclusion work. Did you know that uh, one big issue with house fires is that squirrels cause them by chewing constantly, chewing on the wires, plus all the disease the rodents bring in. Don't let that happen to your house. Inspectallservices.com. And back to you, Jason. All right, let's go ahead and get to some listener questions. All right, first question. What kinds of tourist scams have you seen and how to spot them and avoid them? That's from Luis A. Oh, yeah, that's our listener friend from Panama. What's up, man? Good question. Um, yeah, there's a couple little, I mean, there's scams everywhere, anywhere there's tourism. You know, they, they try to to get, get that tourist money. Mm-hmm. Uh, but little ones, I mean, just at bars, kind of have to watch out. Not Not every bar, just certain ones, you kind of get a feel for it. Sometimes, and sometimes I think this is an accident. Sometimes I think it's on purpose, but you might find like an extra beer or two on your, your bill. Yeah. Sometimes I think it's just 
if you're with a group of people and you do separate tabs, they might just put it on the wrong tab by accident, yeah. which, you know, totally common in people, anywhere. People have told us that here. You always check your tab, but I think you do that anywhere, yeah. you know, like give it a look over. But some other times I think maybe if you've been drinking, maybe they add yeah. an extra one on there just yeah. to get a little bit more out of you. Super drinky um, monkey. So just make sure you check your, um, your bill if you're going out and about. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, gas. Getting gas, um, that's a huge scam point. If you Mm -hmm. rent a car and you're getting gas, always pay cash. Do not use your card. And when you get out or when you um, get to the pump, get out and um, and stand there while they're. Oh, by the way, every gas station here is full service. Yep. So you do not pump your own gas. There'll be a guy pumping gas for you. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's who you have to watch. And they're doing a lot better now. They're very proactive of telling you say hey look at the the little screen see how it says zero because that's one of the scams is they enter in how many pays or how much money you've you've given them or that you want pumped Mm -hmm. and they can maybe let's say you say oh i want 500 like 500 pesos and they'll start they'll put that in but they can start the pump at like 300 yeah so you'll only be getting 200 pesos um but you you and then they'll give you the 500 and then they'll pocket the difference so that's one of them. Uh, but now they're they're getting better at showing you like, hey, look, see, it's at zero. Like, so but always the best thing to do is get out of the car and just kind of stand there and, um, you know, just act like you're doing whatever. Get something out of the backseat or whatever yeah. and just make sure that they know that you're you're being aware. Yeah. Because one time we were on a road trip and we'd been getting gas you know, <laughs> multiple times all around the Yucatan. Yeah. And this one time I didn't get out and we were with like four other people and the the self or the full service guy was talking to us and he was like, Oh, how do you like Valladolid? And you know, yeah. he's going back and forth. Oh, yeah, with Lisa yeah. <laughs> and I didn't get out and we'd been putting 500 pesos in, in the rental car every time. Mm-hmm. And so I knew exactly how much it was going to bring the, the needle back up to. Yeah. And it wasn't at that. Yep. So we were down the road, maybe a couple blocks, right? Yep. And we were all like, Turn around. <laughs> We're going back. Do we go back? Do we not? Yeah. Turn around. We're going back. So just to let you guys know how we did handle it, we didn't go back and accuse them of no, trying no. to scam us or anything because that's not going to work. Mm-mm. So we went back and we said, um, you know, sir, I, I think maybe there's a malfunction with the pump. Yeah, we gave you 500 and, and we didn't get enough. Mm-hmm. I think we only got like 300. And he's like, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, let, let me fix that right away. And he put in another 200 pesos. So if... He wasn't scamming us. He would have said no. Yeah. Like he, he just decided to give us more gas out of the goodness of his heart. No, yep. fuck no. You got caught. You tried to scam us. Yeah. So. He's like, carry on. Bye bye. So gas stations is another one. Lex, do you have any that you can think of? Um, I got one more if you don't. I think like walking down fifth, all the people that want to sell you like the ferry tickets, you can just get them at the at the. You know, at the yeah. ferry port. That's not even, I mean, yeah. It's not really a scam. Not a scam, but, but it's, yeah, kind of like it irritates when you get there and you're like, oh, it was cheaper here. Yeah, you can't get uh, any cheaper one than the One of them, this isn't a, really a scam, but if you are staying at an all-inclusive resort and you're walking down Fifth Avenue, which is the pedestrian street here with all oh, the shops yeah. and everything, mm-hmm. the shop owners that are selling whatever, trinkets, you know, clothing, bags, who knows. Yeah, everything. Um, they'll say, Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Remember me from the Hilton? You know, I served you. And mm-hmm. they make you think that you they they know you from the yeah. hotel you're, you're staying like, at. Oh, hey, and, and what's so going on? They're like, how else would they know what hotel I'm staying at? I must have known. And so then they go over and he's like, come into my shop. Let me show you what I have. Yeah. So they try to build that uh, relationship with you. Mm-hmm. But the scam is 
they know all of the wristbands that every all-inclusive resort puts mm-hmm. around your wrist. So they can recognize it and know exactly if you're at Hilton, if you're at the yeah. Wyndham, if you're they know at the color, yeah. they know the logo, all of them. Yeah. So it's not like they're scamming, scamming you, but they're just, it's like a tactic. So yeah. just, just be aware of that. Um, and the very last one that I've never seen in person, but I've seen people talk about it on, on um, Facebook and stuff is the ketchup scam. And what happens is oh, yeah. somebody will weird. somebody will squirt ketchup, like open a ketchup packet, squirt it on your shirt on your back mm-hmm. and come over to you with some napkins and say, oh, sir, sir, I'm so sorry. Like it, you got some ketchup on your on your shirt. And <laughs> and so you turn around to like look at it. It's usually like on the back of your shoulder and they give you napkins. And so while you are like dabbing up, you're like the back of your mm-hmm. shirt, they're reaching in your pocket and taking your wallet oh, or, yeah. or whatever else you got in there. Why is there ketchup on the back of my shirt? <laughs> but you so don't think weird. about that. If you turn around, let's say you got a white shirt or whatever it is, yeah. and you see ketchup on it, you're like, ah, shit. The last thing you think you're thinking about is this good Samaritan is trying to steal my wallet. Oh, I would have. I'd yeah. be like, stay away, stranger danger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you wouldn't get scammed. No. But, yeah, so those are just a couple. Just a couple that, little things. You yeah. got to be aware. Yeah. Just like anywhere. And it's really just be aware of your surroundings. Yeah. It's not be even aware. these scams. It's just like anything. Just know what's going on around you. Yeah. Just pay attention. Pay attention yeah. or try to. Okay, next one. <laughs> next one. Next question. What's your biggest tip for a family wanting to move to Mexico from the U.S.? And what would your opinion be on living in Cozumel for an American? And that is from Anna P. Good question. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, it's hard because we're not a family with like kids or anything. Yeah, so yeah. I don't and we don't have kids. Um, I've had two different schools of thought on this. My my first instinct when I see a lot of people post this in our like expat Facebook groups and stuff is like, hey, I have like three kids and they're, you know, eight, five, five, eight and ten or something. Yeah. Um, how do we move to Mexico or we want to move to Mexico? My first thought has always been it's kind of shitty. Like, yeah. I know if it like but you want to take your your young children away from their friends and everything they know into a place they don't speak the language. Everything is completely different. Yeah. Like that's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot so, to take on. I've like in the past, I've always had that mindset, like just let your kids be kids. Uh, you know, if you want to do that when you get older and or they're a little bit older and you feel like they could handle a little bit better, yeah. um, then do it then. So that's what I've always thought. But now I've kind of changed my mind, a little, not changed my mind, but I'm, I'm open to the other thought of, well, a lot of times the kids that that grow up in different cultures are way better people than maybe somebody that didn't. Or just more mature, more educated, more worldly. Yeah, you know, so better they, people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I just mean they're they're going to be more accepting of different cultures. Right. They're going to be able to speak multiple languages. Yeah. They're going to just understand how things work. Where that's not like when they get out of their comfort zone. Yeah, you know, if you they grew up in a small town their whole life, and then they're going to have a harder time maybe adjusting to a bigger city or another country or just you know just traveling at all. Yeah. Um, so there is something to be said about them being a little bit more worldly and there might yeah. be better. So I okay. guess it just depends on, on how you think about it. But, um, if I was going to give any tips, it's kind of hard for me because I don't have children, yeah. but I would say there are different schools here where, you know, there's local schools, mm-hmm. there's world schools, there's like, you know, European private schools and stuff. So I would say do some research on what types of schools are in whatever city you're looking to move to in Mexico, 
Um, and join these expat groups on Facebook. There's like this mommy mom gang one or something. There's a bunch of different and ones. And they, they all will give very good advice at this school is good. This one isn't, this is what you need. You know, this is some extracurricular yeah. activities your kid could get there's into. There's definitely moms and dads. There's families here doing that from other countries. We see people from all over with their kids here and you know, they're just doing their thing. Yeah. So I would say if you do decide to do that, they're, There'll be plenty of kids here for them to hang out with yeah. and play with and stuff. And we uh, see kids from all over. Yeah. So I would just say check in on the schools. If you are thinking about doing that and it's maybe a little bit out, get your kids in on some kind of, yeah, maybe I don't know if they're in school, they're taking Spanish classes, but get them on Spanish. They're going to learn way quicker as a child. I'm sure. I'm sure they're already on. Yeah. It. So I would say that. Uh, you got anything to add to that, Lex? Um, and as for the Cozumel part, living on Cozumel, you know, we've stayed there a bunch. We've, we visit there a lot, uh, pretty much every other weekend, mm-hmm. it seems like. But, um, you know, it's just you're on an island. So there's going to be things you can get, things you can't. There might be not as many school options there. But same thing. We always see, you know, there are kids there. There's people that have lived there for 30 plus years. We have friends that have lived there. So. Yeah. And it's a little more slow and low there, yeah. which is a little smaller, a little easier. Yeah. Just a little more relaxed. So, you know, Playa is a little bit bigger. Uh, there's all the tourists that are coming in, the nightclubs and everything like that there. I don't feel like as many people will come down from Cancun an hour, then take the ferry 40 minutes over to go to Cozumel. So you might right. have a little bit more relaxed life like in, in that regard, but also it's a uh, cruise port hub. So yeah. there's going to be a lot of people that just in and out on the day. So one day there might be 10 cruise sh- or not 10, but you know, yeah, yeah. four Usually or five, like five. Yeah. yeah. And it's super busy. And there, you know, there's a lot of people around on the roads and everything. And then there's some days it's like a ghost town. Yeah. Um, but for living there, totally safe. We have some of our best friends live there. We go there like every other weekend. Yeah, we love it. Um, we go to Cozumel as like a little vacation for us from here. Because it is a little bit more relaxed, a little yeah. bit slower. Um, Snorkeling, yeah, snor- prettier waters. Yeah. yeah. But then I feel like the people that live there come to Playa to get a little bit more of the city life. Yeah. You know, more restaurant options, For more sure. nightclubs and, and uh, <laughs> beach clubs and things like that. So mm-hmm. it, my opinion on living in Cozumel, totally could do it. Oh, yeah. The only thing that, the only reason we didn't move there or we, we kind of thought about it we for a haven't. while. Was just we thought we might get bored. Yeah, it's, it's not the biggest island. It's not small by any means, but it's not the biggest island. And there's only so much to do. So yeah, we're like, how many times can I, you know, go snorkeling and rent a scooter and drive around the island every day? But but I guess we're doing the same shit here but, too. So but yeah, but that's why I like it from here is we can just go over there for the day and it's kind of like a little vacation yeah. and we're not like burn out on it. It's fun. Yeah, so I would it's definitely good. say if if you're interested, do it, but. Any of these things, whether moving to Mexico in general or Cozumel, go visit first. Go stay a week. Stay two weeks. Yeah. Don't just stay like two days and be like, I want to move here because that's yeah. you're going to be in vacation mode. It's like everybody wants to move wherever you they gotta, go to vacation. Like, be there every day. How are we getting groceries? How are we getting water? How are we doing this? Laundromat, all that right. stuff. And that's like what we did um, here, even though it was like when we moved here, we stayed in an Airbnb for a month to yeah. try to like figure out where we wanted to. We knew we wanted to live here because we... I, you know, I've been coming here for 20 plus years. You'd been coming here for five plus years. So we know the area very well. Right. We just wanted to know which neighborhood. So we got an Airbnb. But that's my advice. I would stay for a while if, yeah. you, if you're looking at that. I think it's definitely, you know, something that people are exploring now. And I'm fine with it. Yeah. I, I would have been okay with my parents 
you know, traveling with me around, I guess. Oh, yeah, for sure. It been cool. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> you think about some people that get moved high in high school from one school to the other and mm-hmm. it's like a huge upset. Can you imagine moving to another country where you didn't speak the language or know the culture or anything like that? Yeah. Might be a little stressful. That would be a little stressful. But then there's some people that'll thrive in that. It's all personality based. That's what my parents did to me. Moved me from Pittsburgh to uh, Columbus, Ohio, starting my eighth grade year. It's yeah, traumatizing. That is. It's tough. <laughs> for sure. All right. Last one. All right. Last question. Uh, ooh, This is from Stephen D. Where is the next place y'all would consider living? If you haven't considered Thailand, I definitely suggest it. Very cheap cost of living, big expat community, nightlife. They just legalize bud. Check out Pattaya. Pattaya? Sounds good to me. Something. I ain't Thai. Pattaya. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the most fun places I've ever been. The The Thais are awesome people too. Yeah. Very cool, Stephen. Mm-hmm. We we it's on the list. Yeah, sure. definitely. I mean, I would. List. I don't know if I would consider living there yet because I've never been. Yeah, um, we don't know a lot about it. But I will say the the places people usually talk about are Mexico, Costa Rica, and Thailand. Yeah, or anywhere in the Pacific. You For know? sure, uh, Bali places like that. But yeah. everybody just says how cheap it is. Cheap. So nice. Like I remember our friend Alex that came from. I think he came from Bali, or maybe it was Thailand. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. Um, One or the other. But he was like, oh, my, when he came to Mexico, oh, my God, it's so expensive here. Yeah. And I was like, really? And we kind of just got here. We're like, it's so cheap. Yeah. We're like, what are you talking <laughs> about? And But he came from there and he was talking. He's like, oh, yeah, I get a massage hour on the beach for $5. Yeah. You know, you can get di- like, oh, what? dinner for like two bucks. <laughs> it's just like ridiculous. So and it looks beautiful. So um, we haven't really considered living anywhere else. I mean, we've. We've looked at other places in Mexico to maybe get out of the the area, the touristy area that we're in. Yeah. But the thing that comes along with touristy areas is the good infrastructure, the Wi-Fi, the, you know, the electricity that's consistent, you know. So, um, so well, I don't know. You may have not thought about living anywhere else, but I definitely have. Oh, where'd you want to live? Uh, you know where I want to move. I've said it every day since last September. Greece. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, I could live in Greece. Uh, it wasn't like any cheaper. No, than no. Here. We'd have like, to, you know, sock away some money or keep keep working, like be working, consistently yeah. working. The only thing I worry about there is it gets cold in Greece. It does. It was chilly when we were there. Because there's a lot of people that come from Europe here to vacation. And I'm like, y'all yeah. have beautiful beaches and, and stuff over there. But they're like, the water's cold. It's cold. The water <laughs> was cold. The wind. Oh, my God. The wind in Greece everywhere was just insane. But I, as soon as I was there, I'm like, I want to live here. As soon yeah. as we got back, I want to live there. <laughs> I would live in Europe, too. I think that's I think it's so cool that they can just take trains in between countries basically yeah like, oh hey we're going to hungary today yeah you know, like, that'd be hey, amazing you guys want to go over to germany and do a oktoberfest yeah oh, maybe we'll go up to ireland and hit some whiskey <laughs> distilleries i mean it's we're awesome here for the weekend yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be fun yeah so i i would say i i would be interested in thailand yeah we got to travel there first thailand so maybe, is definitely on the bucket list to visit and then we'll go from there yeah so steven uh i know we talk on instagram sometimes so <laughs> maybe i'll I'll reach out to you if we decide to make that trip and get some some advice for that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Sounds like you know what you're talking about, Steven. Yes. So we will ask for all the tips. <laughs> all right, Lex, you ready for the Mexican slang of the day? I am. Let's do it. Hey! 
The Mexican Slang of the Day is brought to you by Inspect All Pest Services. Inspect All Pest Services provides high-quality termite, pest, and wildlife control. But that's not all they do. Inspect All can take care of your insulation, pressure washing, gutter maintenance, and other home services in Metro Atlanta and the surrounding area. Don't forget to mention the BS and get 10% off. You can reach Inspect All at 770-483-2420. That's 770-483-2420. All right, Lex, you ready? I am ready. Today's Mexican Slang of the Day is NACO. Oh, what? Naco. Oh. N-A-C-O. Um, <laughs> this is a Mexican slang for someone who is with a tacky or poor attitude and mm. is considered less sophisticated than the average person. Oh, wow. So most of the time, a naco acts unpleasantly and is not well educated. And I've been told it's a close equivalent to ghetto. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> so like, I oh, you're it. acting ghetto. So, gotcha. yeah, I think it's like ghetto, trashy, you know, whatever. Um, gotcha. But so you could say like, Te ves muy naco, which means you look really trashy. Oh, lovely. <laughs> Just in case you're going out of the house and you want to insult your friends. Uh, I love it. Next time I'll be like, Nate, you like this outfit? And, no. if and if any of you Mexicans out there, if we're pr pronouncing this wrong, just let us know. Oh, yeah. Always let us know. <laughs> yeah. We are we are actively trying to learn Spanish and we care about pronunciation and we try. Yes. We're, we're trying to, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> so let us know. Yeah. I don't want to sound naco. No. <laughs> I Perfect. Sound, I don't want to sound trashy or ghetto. No, no. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for this week. Make sure you follow us on social media, uh, the BS at Hanson's on hiatus. Um, go to our website, podcastthebs.com, and subscribe as a premium two percenter. You get commercial free episodes. You get the episodes earlier um, and you'll be the first to know about everything else. So uh, with that being said, Lexi, got anything else before we get out of here? Um, I have to say happy Mother's Day. It's going to it's Mother's Day on Sunday, oh, right? Or is it Monday? Sunday. Yeah, Sunday, because yeah. it was on what was it? Uh, Wednesday, Mexican Mother's Day. Yes, Mexican Mother's Day. Yeah. <laughs> so happy Mother's Day to, you know, my mom, Cindy, and Jackie. Yeah, and all the little mamitas out there. All the mamitas. <laughs> happy Mother's Day. All right, we're we'll get out of here. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week, and happy Friday, fuckers. Happy Friday, fuckies. Get off my lawn. It's old man Kevin, and the BS is done for right now. Please share, like, and support podcastbs.com. Now, get out of here.